0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. up and welcome to the hashtag lakers podcast part of the believe podcast network i'm yo lagazo today i'm joined by john webb lagazo mckay westbrook and uh today we actually uh want to welcome a new guest on the show uh her name is medina Kay, and she's a co-host of the ultimate sports show and she's a laker fan so hey, medina welcome to the show
2: thank you for having me
1: appreciate you hopping on this show and um really before we start like you know this, since this is your first time here uh we want to get to let you know get get to know you a little bit here and and so tell us about yourself and um you know when you became a Lakers fan why so forth, favorite player anything you want to tell us about about
0: you
2: Okay. Um, just keep it short and s- sweet and simple. Um, I've pretty much been a Lakers fan since I was born. Um, didn't have much of a choice, but I'm very glad I didn't because my whole family—they're <laughs> Lakers fans. Um, the first player I ever got into, of course, I'm pretty sure most of us here can say the same thing is Kobe Bryant. So obviously, he's that's right. Favorite player of all time. He's the reason why I love basketball so much today. Um, at the moment, my favorite player in the NBA right now is Anthony Davis. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, I don't ever miss the Laker game and if I ever do, I will watch the rerun of it. I don't care. Like, that's how big of a fan I am and like you said before, um, I do, uh, I am on another show, um, with my, with my two other co-hosts as well. It's called the ultimate sports show. And we also do, um, live podcasts on there as well, covering pre and post game shows. So I recently just got into like the podcasting broadcasting life of things, uh, side of things. Um, but, um, I was a writer before the like, journalism major marketing coordinator studied that in school, but, um, for the most part, that's, that's me. Um, If there's anything else you guys would like to know, feel
1: free to ask. Yeah. I I don't know that. That was pretty good. That was, that was pretty (laughs) holistic there. Um, John Webb, McKay, do you have any questions?
3: No, man. I'm, 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 I'm a big
4: Laker fan as well. You know, I, I love AD so. AD. AD, Love AD. Um, Yeah. I, I think the only thing I don't love about A D is his is his fragile body. <laughs> Other than that,
1: he's perfect.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> we we just need to bandage him up every yeah. every every game. I don't and know.
2: Four months should do him good.
1: Yes. The long off season will definitely do him good. I mean it did him good uh during the you know, the whole shutdown, right? And yeah, everyone got it. to heal. He was Exactly. And it was perfect. Um but yeah, you know, we have a lot of things to cover, so so, Medina, it's a pleasure to have you on the pod. We're, it's great to have you. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be a great show. So, today we're going to talk about um, some news that came out, actually today, about our assistant coach here, uh, Lakers, uh, uh, you know, he's a, a Jason Kidd. And he is probably going to move on to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and so, we're going to talk about that and what that means for the Lakers. And then uh, on the second segment, we'll get into this whole Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant take from Stephen A. Smith and kind of discuss that, what you guys, if you agree, disagree, whatnot. Then on the last segment, we'll get back to talking about some uh, offseason rumors and reports that came in this week, which include J.J. Redick, Carmelo Anthony, Spencer Dinwiddie, and more just – you know, far left, far right, wherever all these rumors are coming. We're going to talk about it, give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, So, yeah, Medina, John Webb McKay. Um, Like I said, uh, Jason Kidd might be moving to Dallas. Uh, Why I think that and why everybody else thinks that is because the former Mavs coach and, and now head coach of the Pacers, Rick Carlisle, basically told reporters today that he wants Jason Kidd to be the successor. And he mentioned that he would be a great fit for Luca. Um, and it was also reported that Jason Kidd is the prime candidate for the job. And he's already entered into contract negotiations with the Mavs um, and has support from some unidentified GM out there that, that the Mavs are still trying to, to hire. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what that means. So, so to me, it sounds like he's gonna, he's out on his way out. So let's talk about that. And, um, you know, what, what does that mean for, for the Lakers, your thoughts? Um, maybe Medina, maybe we can start with you.
2: Um, Sure. You know, I think he's been a great assistant coach so far for the Lakers. Um, it would suck to see him go. I'm not really sure who they would turn to next. I know I've been hearing a lot of jokes about people saying if Jason Kidd leaves, have Jared Dudley as their assistant, which would be kind of funny to see. But you know, I don't I don't know how that would work. But you know, if Jason Kidd does take the contract and he does become head coach for the Mavs, uh, I think that's a great opportunity for him. And you know what, he might I he might do really well there and just like um you know you said before i think i think him and luca do have a lot of similarities that they share i I can see what he means by that so you know it would be interesting to to see him to to see him as the coach for for dallas i mean like i said before it, it would suck to see him leave the lakers but you know eventually you know you gotta move on and take a better position for yourself although it would I don't, would, I don't know how I don't I, know. I was kinda hoping maybe in a few years we could see him as the Lakers coach. Maybe maybe that's a little bold of me to say, but um, <laughs> uh, that that would have been cool to see. I think he's been doing I a, like a pretty, that. pretty good job for that, us. that
1: was the rumor though, right? When yeah. when when Jason Kidd was brought in before Frank Vogel. Yeah. That was the rumor. <laughs>
2: I thought he would just be sitting on the sidelines for a little bit you know getting some insight you know getting some more experience and then bam when vogel was done he would take over but yeah, yep. in
3: different <laughs> yeah listen we all know that at this point in the coaching carousel of the nba who you know is for the most part more advantageous than what you know uh the Mavs are doing what the Lakers did with coaches like uh, Byron Scott uh, and Luke Walton, right? They're looking for that relationship, that mutual connection. Uh, Mark Cuban, Michael Finley, and now Dirk now- Nowitzki as the special advisor know Jason Kidd very well. Uh, they know what he brings uh, to the table. Part of that 2011 Mavericks team that knocked out our back-to-back Lakers champs um, featuring Kobe and Powell, right? Um and it's potentially a, a good bi- vibe for them, uh, because what Luca needs in that locker room, what Cuban needs in that locker room, is galvanization, right? That buy in from from the top down, and Jason Kidd is uniquely qualified to do that. So, like Medina was saying, this is this is great for everyone involved,
1: except maybe us. Right? That's what so I was maybe saying, no <laughs> maybe, maybe we sh- we shouldn't let Jason Kidd go, because <laughs> we want Luca. Eventually, eventually,
2: eventually
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's one of those things that it's sad to see Jason Kidd go, and I think he's uh, probably had a lot more impact off the court than a lot of us realize. But, um, you know, more. I, I don't want to say more than a Lakers fan, but along with being a Lakers fan, I am also a basketball fan, and um you know, not just the Lakers. And I love to see Luka Doncic and these upcoming stars develop. And I, I think that's exciting for them um, to get Jason Kidd. You know, we're seeing um, all these assist leaders, these all-time assist leaders becoming coaches, Steve Nash and Jason Kidd. I'm just surprised John Stockton hasn't become a coach yet, you know. Um, but it's uh, – I, I wish him all the best. I'm glad that we had him for a time in laker nation and um i i think it's going to be fun to see what he can do with that squad
1: yeah for sure i think i think for you know bringing it to to the lakers and how this affects the lakers i think uh when we look at the past two seasons right uh, i think the structure was that in, in in the simplest form that i can say vogel coached was the head coach but he was in charge of the defense right along with his other assistant coaches lebron had so somewhat of a, and, and pretty much like 90 percent of the time had free reign of the offense and then he had jason kidd and other assistant coaches sort of providing that input to him but when he stepped out of the court it was mostly jason kidd's sort of offensive mo- offensive mind to uh dictating that you know play th- those sets that the offense would play um and you know this season really uh showed us that um I, I don't know some some of the some of jason's kids um i don't want to be negative but th- some of his fault like his 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 uh, um yeah his you you can say it. his five outset his shortcomings. shortcomings right right he had, he had some shortcomings i mean he's a great player. I don't want to disrespect him so much, but he, you know, his shortcomings, you know, and we saw that with the Bucks. We saw that with, with, with Brooklyn Nets. And so I think this, I think this presents to us an opportunity to improve the coaching staff in a way that we can go and hopefully find someone out there who has an offense, uh, you know, offensive mind. Um, someone like maybe an assistant coach of of what's his name from the brooklyn nets who's an assistant coach now uh mike d'antoni someone who knows who knows how to run the offense um and and maybe that's a good opportunity for us to bring in someone like that um and and to 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 replace jason Kidd. but um it'll be interesting to see what we do what we end up doing here
3: and Look, I mean, for the Lakers, this was a long time coming, right? Jason Kidd has been tied to every head coaching vacancy. Looking back, maybe since he got to the Lakers, right? Uh, Vogel said he hired Kidd because he was looking for that former player who's had coaching experience before. You know, Frank called it um, firepower on staff. And that's why LeBron James loves Kidd. That's why Dame Time wanted him in Portland. Um, I look to Vogel to try to fill the Lakers' vacancy here with the same type of clout, right? And you were saying it offensive clout. Um, and the, the biggest downside of Jason Kidd's offensive mind, because it's elite, yo, it's elite. McKay, oh yeah, Dina. for sure. It's mm-hmm. it's elite. Is that the most of it requires? A point guard that understands the ins, that's true. ins and outs of the game, which LeBron James was, was and which Rondo was for that second unit when we won the championship. So, not having that uh, this this year was the downside of that.
1: That's that's true. That's that's a big part of it too. So, with respect to Jason Kidd, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Uh, Take back a little bit of what I said, but but anyway, let's go ahead and um, you know we we've spent a lot of time talking about this. We'll we'll see what happens with 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 the Lakers here with Jason Kidd, how he does, if he even gets the job. I think he will. But um, let's take a break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about Devin Booker and and Kobe Bryant. So guys, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys soon.
4: Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys, with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com. Take a look at their selection and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com.
1: Welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Medina, John Webb and McKay. So uh, with, you know, we've been seeing Devin Booker light it up pretty much and, and become this whole different person in the playoffs. Um, maybe he wasn't maybe he just we weren't we weren't focusing on him we weren't paying attention. But now we're seeing him and um, he's having success in the playoffs. And um, This week, Stephen A. Smith went on live television and told everyone in the whole nation, the world, that he thinks Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. So um, let me let me ask, guys. um, What what did you think of his comments? And uh, do you agree with this? Do you think Devin Booker is the next Kobe?
2: With all due respect, I I think Devin Booker is an amazing player. I hate that he beat that he crushed our team, of course. But you gotta give the man props. He's he's a great player, one of the best right now. But is he the next Kobe? No way. You cannot compare anyone to Kobe. Just like you can't compare anyone to Michael Jordan. Everyone has their own name. Everyone plays the game of basketball in a different style. And Kobe's style was something that no one could ever compare to. I'm so tired of hearing people say, oh, he's just, he." this guy is better than Michael, this guy is better than Kobe. I mean, every player is great in their own way, but to compare Devin Booker to Kobe Bryant, I feel like, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to diss Devin Booker here, but I feel like that's just based on Kobe's name right there. No one should ever be compared to the legend, you know, the GOAT. And, <laughs> I just found so much offense to that and I don't think I don't I don't I don't like I didn't like hearing that personally I don't think he's the next Kobe but I I think he's the next big thing I think he's a fantastic player and you know um you know we haven't really been paying attention to him that much I mean he pretty much carried the Suns last year in the bubble and he was trying to get them into the playoffs and you know, unfortunately, they they couldn't make it because I think they were one game behind, so they didn't make the, the the eighth seed. But you know that that shot from last year, the last second buzzer beater shot, like everyone like just realized, like, oh my God, Devin Booker he's such an amazing player, yeah. and I did that again this year, and he and as and now that he's had a chance to be in the playoffs and the way he's been playing and like the way he crushed our team, everyone's starting to notice that he's a big deal. So um, to say so quickly that he's the next Kobe Bryant, that's a little too much for me. I mean, if you would have given it a few more years and you made that comment, maybe I would have been less aggressive towards him and uh, less aggressive towards his comment, but I will stick to what I said before. And um, no, I don't think he's the next Kobe, but I think he's a great player and he should be credited for that. Just not. Yeah, McKay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so so this is one of those things where the topic is is almost taboo right. it's like thou shalt not take kobe's that's name a commandment dude deal. it's a basketball <laughs> it's god a, commandment. It's a, it's <laughs> a, that's right that's like a, a lakers <laughs> commandment and and i completely understand that um but looking at devin booker i think he's been the most slept on player in the last five six true years. preach like, I, That's true. I mean, I I couldn't believe the amount of disrespect he's getting. You know, just barely working his way in into uh, all star mm-hmm. spots. Like, it it completely like dumbfounded me. Um, I I think Devin Booker's an incredible player. He's one of only five people in um. NBA history to have scored 70 or more points in a game and he did that when he was 21 like as as soon as I saw that I remember a few years back I was I was just like oh my gosh this is this guy's incredible and um I I've kind of continued to follow him since then um I do agree with Medina that um maybe this is a little bit early um but I I think Stephen A you know he likes to be that stir the pot, <laughs> um, controversial voice, and he wants to be the first one who said it. You know, I love it. He just wants to be the first one who said it. <laughs> but that being said, I do not necessarily disagree with Stephen A. Um, so, but but you know, to a degree, to a degree, uh, Devin Booker's Devin Booker's uh, game is not the same as Kobe Bryant's um like how Kobe's was so similar to Michael wow. Jordan's I think that's part of the reason why they were able to be compared so so closely um because they're Kobe emulated his game um, after Michael Jordan uh Devin Booker's isn't necessarily the same we know that uh, Booker has mentioned in the past that Kobe was one of his idols and um I'm sure he you know, tried to take after him in some regards. Um, but I, I think he still does have a little ways to go before he, he gets to that point. I think he needs to become an elite defender. Um, he's He is an assassin when it comes to scoring, I think, already. Um, if he continues on this trajectory, I think he's got a real shot at being that, that next person who's uh, – Right there up in in Kobe land. Um, you know I, I don't I don't want to say that that's that is what he is, but it's i I think he's got the potential of anybody else in the league currently, I think he has the potential
3: man man guys say hey, guys look book can straight cook man I'm just saying that's I'm watching true. this game right now and, and book can straight cook. But yep. me- mechanically and technically, he definitely has the offensive skill set, the footwork, you know, movement on the court, off ball, on ball, um, the ability to, to hit con- contested shots. That's really reminiscent of Kobe. Uh, you know, Book himself credits a lot of his game to Kobe Bryant. Uh, but yeah, you know, mentally, maybe even um, personality-wise, is he there yet does he have that edge and leadership yet uh i say this because cp3 is there with him in phoenix right I'm, I'm watching it right now who's the alpha can you guys tell me because even with booker's great offensive stretches right uh players in their interviews we're still mentioning cp3 uh but, but look guys never mind, you know, playing through a broken nose, which he's doing right now, you know, mass book. Uh there's still the other side of the ball and McKay touched on it, right? The the defense. Uh he's actually a lot better than I thought, you know, watching him now, there's an edge to him. Uh but people forget how menacing Kobe was on that side of the ball. They always and, forget. And, like he's he's a menace, you know. Uh all defensive teams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and look, I don't I don't think Stephen A was saying he's better than Kobe, but what I do take from it is that Devin Booker Booker can be that next dude, right? He can take over a game and can close it. Uh, that's what he did against us during the playoffs. Uh, in fact, the only team that's been able to beat the Suns and Booker so far are the Lakers in these playoffs. So. I don't know. I'm a big fan of book, but it might be too early to say that uh, he's an elite scorer, but he's he guys, guys, look, he's not the number one scorer in the NBA that Kobe was for many years. Right. Don't forget about no. Kevin Durant. Don't forget about Steph Curry. He needs to eclipse those guys uh, before I'm personally labeling him heir apparent.
1: Right. Right. I, I agree with all of you and you know parts of stuff from (laughs) all of you um and i i you know i think you know look kobe bryant studied the greats right he studied michael jordan and he made it the point to be the greatest ever um to somehow surpass michael jordan and he came as close as anyone ever could um and and some argue you know that he's he's up there he's he's probably one a one b with with michael jordan some Some argue that, but you know, I, I think you know he, he wasn't the next Kobe he wasn't the next Jordan, right? He wasn't the next MJ. he was he was Kobe Bryant like Medina was saying, Medina was saying uh, they're they're cut from the same cloth, but they're a different beast all on their own. Um, same here with Booker. I mean he's he's not the next Kobe. he's the next Devin Booker. he's cut from the same cloth uh, and, but he's a different beast. You guys touched on his defense. Um, you know, I I just had a, like, like Medita, I was kind of offended that he, that Stephen A. Smith said that, um, I I think think he's still, (laughs) right. right, I think, I think he, he has a ways to go. He, you know, he hasn't even made it to the NBA finals. He may, he may even win the championship this year, but I think he'll need to continue to repeat that success, uh, before his name can truly be, there by by Kobe, right? Um, and I think I think you know this is what Bulls fans may have felt like when when they started mentioning Kobe around MJ's name, or when LeBron's name is is being mentioned with with Kobe or with mm-hmm. with uh, with Michael Jordan. Um, I think you know the your your heroes being disrespected in in such a way that you, you you're so offended by it. And and so you have to defend it. You have to defend it. Look, I agree that Devin Booker. Yeah, some of his footwork is Kobe esque. Like I cannot deny that he he did a few of those Kobe esque moves on the Lakers this postseason. And I said, "Wow, what the heck?
3: <laughs> Baseline
1: fadeaways, man, dude." I was like, "That's Kobe, man. That's Kobe esque there." Um, and I appreciate that he he he. He has a lot of his game, you know, uh, centered around and uh, influenced by Kobe. So that's great. I, I love that about him. But he, again, he's no Kobe Bryant. In fact, there's this there's this advanced metric online uh, that uh, sort of shows you a player's projection who you're going to be in the future. Obviously, it's not perfect, but um, for Booker, his number one guy comparison, the projection would be ray allen uh his second though is kobe bryant so
4: he is far.
2: a
1: combination he's a combination of both I of
2: them.
4: not far isn't that interesting i don't know That's interesting that, that's interesting but I, I i think you're right i think they're they're cut from the same cloth it's it's just like uh that immediately reminded me of, of kobe bryant in in that commercial with kanye west when he said but are you a different animal and the same beast like what? What the f does that even mean, Kobe Bryant?
1: <laughs> what the f does that even mean? <laughs> You're welcome. only totally forgot about that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, let's go ahead and take our last break here, and then we come back, uh, let's talk about some off-season rumors here. So, guys, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you in a minute
0: hey guys let me tell you about these delicious protein bars they're called built bars ever heard of them the typical protein bar is dense gritty and difficult to chew not built bar though the texture is light and fluffy and it's covered in perfectly tempered hundred percent pure dark chocolate with each bite you take you will think you are cheating on your diet indulging on a chocolate dessert we think you'll agree there isn't a more delicious way to get your protein built bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike my personal favorite is the cookies and cream it's like eating a candy bar so what are you waiting for Head on over to buildbar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at buildbar.com.
1: Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with Medina John Webb and McKay. So uh, we did this on the last episode, um, but for the whole summer, we're going to break down uh, off-season reports and rumors on the Lakers as they come in. Um, again, you know, like we said last time, it's going to be up to you guys to decide if, if you believe them or not. But, you know, on this pod, we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt and talk about them here and kind of entertain them see where we go from there but um here it goes you know here, here's some of the rumors that came out so it looks like lakers according to evan uh massey are expected expected to uh have interest in veteran guard jj reddick um spencer dinwiddie uh reportedly wants the bag or to go home to los angeles to either play for the lakers or clippers um and if if you know dinwiddie joins either of the teams, then they'd have to, Lakers would have to do a sign-in trade as well as, you know, Clippers as well. And that's from Christian Winfield of the New York Daily News. Um, it was also reported that uh, Lakers are expected to pursue Carmelo Anthony in free agency. Uh, that's per uh, Evan Massey. And there was a, uh, uh, report, or I guess it was said on live TV by Mark J. Spears that Kyle Kuzma could be looking for a bigger role elsewhere, um, and, uh, and and you know these these next two are, are more more rumor than anything else that was reported. Uh, uh, one was Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, followed what Russell Westbrook's wife Nina on Instagram. And it sparked a whole host of, of rumors, theories that basically, at the end of the day, has Westbrook linked to, the, linked to joining the Lakers this offseason. Um, and then there's also that one rumor about Ben Simmons after his fall from Gary's disposed season. Um, uh, in fact, Max Kellerman said that uh, the, the Lakers might be a good fit for the clutch client, right? That has, they have the connection there. And then you have LeBron James who can uh, mentor him um, and they have, you know, they have the coaching staff to help him with his shooting. Um, so, you know, those are the rumors. Um, let's uh, talk about them. We can talk about them separately, individually, and, or, or just generally, what are you guys' thoughts uh, on, on, on these rumors and, and reports?
2: Um, I I, I want to start off by saying first um, no disrespect to any of the players I think they're all great players in their own way Um, but I personally wouldn't want Ben Simmons on our team yeah I think LeBron would be a great mentor for him but really the last thing I feel like the Lakers need right now is to um, help build up someone's someone uh, someone someone another player excuse me and um, how to be a better player and all. I feel like we already we need at this point we need players that are already really good and already know how to shoot. And I feel like that was the problem with us last season. You know, our shooters did not come in handy when we needed them to. And the last thing we need is to bring in someone else that's similar to to those guys. And no disrespect to any of the players. Like I said again, I think every player on the Lakers they, they did you know they did their their hardest to to, you know, um, to win and, you know, carry the team when our two best players were out and injured, but, you know, having another guy on our team like that, I don't think that's what we need right now. I really think what we need, a, I, I mean, I think it's a little bit of a stretch, but I would love to have Westbrook on our team. I think he's a fantastic player. He already knows the game. He already knows what to do. He, you know, he had, he made history last season, really. He, 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 he's a great shooter. And like, there's not much teaching that needs to be done there. He just is already part of the team. He would just be a part of the team and he would do the thing, and he would help our team, which is what we need right now. Um, <laughs> personally, what I think for that, um, feel free to chime in here. If you-
1: no, I was, I was just going to ask McKay, like, how do you feel about joining the the, the Lakers squad? <laughs> who,
4: who, with, with, uh. <laughs> She said Westbrook. She said she's. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, McKay. My my cousin, I've got some disconnect problems right now. Um, I, you know, he's an absolute killer. Um, His shooting can frustrate me sometimes, but he's an absolute killer. He can, he can play ball. Um, He's a great playmaker. He goes in, he'll get rebounds for you. He's a high energy guy. Um, I think he could absolutely be a great addition to, um, to the Lakers team, especially with uh, people like LeBron James and Anthony Davis pulling so much attention away from him. I think that would drastically help his shot. Um, looking at some of these other uh, rumors, you know, like mm-hmm. with Dinwiddie, it's really hard to know coming off of such a big injury like that, an ACL injury. Um, what, what the player is going to be like? You know, some some of these players come back and they're just about as good as ever, and some of them it's literally completely destroyed their their career. Um, so Ben Simmons, I I think in some ways he fits the identity of our squad in terms of being a very defensive minded squad. Um, he's a fantastic defender, um, but we did just get rid of, um, just a couple of years ago, got rid of Lonzo ball, who was also a pass first guard, you know, uh, we decided not to keep, keep him because, um, we, we have LeBron James coming in. Who couldn't, who can do that? Who's going to, he also couldn't shoot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He also <laughs> couldn't shoot. Exactly. So We're, we're seeing a very, put it blunt. um, yeah, uh, <laughs> A mirror, maybe not a complete mirror image, but very similar situation yeah. when it comes to Ben Simmons. Um, but, but, you Med- know. Uh,
1: but, <sighs> w- okay, sorry. So- sorry to cut, out, cut you off. I-, I would agree with Medina, though, that I wouldn't pick him up. Um, but let me ask you guys like, this is totally on a tangent, but who would you choose right now if, if you had a choice? Lonzo or, or Ben Simmons <laughs> coming into hey. the squad? I want to get your thoughts, Medina. You, you look a little like perplexed there.
2: I wasn't ready for that question. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I guess Lonzo. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against Ben oh, Simmons, yeah. but I mean, really, whoever is a better yeah. shooter in this case. Lonzo's
4: a better shooter, right?
1: That's right. so
2: Lonzo's crazy right now.
4: <laughs> Lonzo's been picking up his game. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but he's actually yeah started he to improve. yeah uh, he's I've still been a young player yeah. I mean Ben Simmons is is still pretty young too. Um, he's got a lot of time to to improve, yeah. and I I definitely think that LeBron James could be. Um, a great mentor for him, um, except for when it comes to shooting free throws, because LeBron James also frustrates me with free, his free throws. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I and and it's been mentioned on so many pods. I I don't even know how many um, how frustrated I get when our team can't shoot free throws, and that's what costs oh us my the God. game. Yeah, and I have a feeling that bringing Ben Simmons onto the Lakers squad is going to do just that. It's going to per- pull our whole free throw shooting down to, you know, below 50% if he's, if he continues to shoot the way he he is. Um, And I, I think, you know, teams are going to continue to take advantage of him not being a good shooter. And, uh, you know, it's fouls are free on him. So I, I, I I think he's a little bit overrated. um, And I think a lot of people have kind of realized that with his performance in these last playoffs, and uh, I would probably shy away from him. Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: with you guys. Well, we don't need a project. We don't need a risk. We need stability and we need a, a sure thing. Uh, this week is a lot to unpack. So many jersey photoshops going on and nothing, <laughs> yeah, nothing sparks interest more than a Lakers jersey on a player, right? A lot of players that presumably we can sign. Or obtain via some combination of trades, Kuzma's name is always going <laughs> to come up, and his contract stru- contract structure uh, lends itself to that. Right? Um, it's it's a lot of rumors rather than substance right now, but I I have to disagree with uh, McKay about Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, we're talking about a guy that averaged twenty point six points, seven assists a game. Uh, before, before the injury, yes, but also his injury might bring him to us for a better price because there's a lot of unknowns there, so it could be just a, a simple player swap.
1: That's absolutely. I, I I don't disagree with that. That's. I mean, I would I would definitely take Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah. for sure. But,
3: but also, you guys are ignoring Carmelo Anthony.
1: We are. And you know oh, what? I would, I
2: would love Carmelo on our team. You would? I yes. would. Yes. I would
1: take him over Ben Simmons right now. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that too.
1: Yeah. yeah hey, Carmel you know.
2: Great. I think a lot of players, a lot of people underestimate him. He's doing great on great in Portland right now. I mean, I I feel like he's stable enough to play for us too.
4: Yeah. And, you know, um, the, the Lakers are really looking for somebody who can, can hit that shot, you know, when when LeBron James and Anthony Davis need somebody else to kick out to, and yep. I think um, he can definitely do that. Um, you know, a lot of his game in in the past has been very ISO related, um, and and so that could have some conflicts, but um, he's a fantastic shooter. Um, he's an all time great, mm-hmm. and I I agree that he could definitely um, bring. Some level of, of good contribution to to this Lakers squad. Um, will Portland let him go? Uh, we'll find out. He's he's, a free, he's been a great agent. He's been, yeah. But I mean, will they pick him back up? I don't know. He's I feel like he's done really well for them. He's fit in well with their squad. Um, mm. You know, he was on his way out. A lot of people thought nobody wanted to touch him for a while. Portland took that chance on him, and he played great there. Right. Um, I I think they would do well to to pick him back up, but Portland might be looking to revamp. Um, I'm not completely opposed to to bringing Carmelo over um, just because we're looking to win now, right. you know, just like what John Webb's saying. We're not looking for projects. We're looking for somebody who's who already knows the game, who's an established uh, scorer, mm-hmm. um, somebody can, who can get it done for us. So I, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, for so. sure. For sure. I think on the squad he'll be – Mostly a seventh to
1: ninth guy rotation guy, uh, hopefully he'll you know if, if he does sign it's a vet minimum because really we don't have a lot of money that we <laughs> to spend out there. Um, I think uh, I mean that I think that would be good you know uh, value to to bring him on in that that vet minimum. Um, like you said, he's 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 done well really in the in Portland as a catch and shoot guy, and I think you know if you have LeBron James with him, I think, I mean, he'll, it'll do, you know, it'll be great to, to have someone who, you know, if you look at the Lakers squad, right. Um, who in that Lakers squad, do you, do you like trust wholeheartedly, hundred percent that they're going to make that shot? At LeBron James shoot passes it to you in the corner. Oh
2: boy.
1: Like maybe uh, KCP? KCP, KCP, KCP is the closest. Yeah. yeah. To that hundred percent, but yeah. even then, so I mean, with Carmelo, I would bump him up a little bit even more than KCP because Absolutely. he's a shooter. Absolutely. So yeah. I mean, same thing with JJ reddick like even higher than Carmelo, honestly, with JJ Redick, even though he's you know he's getting up there in age, but I think, I think just because of what Rob Palinka said on the post game, or you know, in the exit interviews, they said you know he said that. Basically, we're going to be looking for shooters this offseason.
4: JJ Redick has been an incredible offensive player his entire career. Um, I think his role was just reduced this last season, and that's why we see so much of a fall off. But I I think he's definitely still capable of producing, and um, he's another guy that we could potentially get at a great price.
3: I'm still stuck on Carmelo Anthony, guys. Let's talk about him. Look, I'm I'm just thinking someone that averages you know, well, he averaged like 20 plus points you know, his entire career but he was still averaging like 14 points last year and the greatest thing I love about him is his free throw shooting, guys. Mm. It's it's like it's close to 90%. (laughs) It's, it's, It's up there. And his three-point shooting, like like you mentioned, like forty percent. Yes, yes. Please pick him up. And he's best friends with LeBron. Yeah, like uh, it's, it's,
4: it's
2: it's no a brainer perfect for the Lakers. Yes, perfect.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you want to win me over, you just make your free throws. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Is, that it? Is that it? That's it. First date. Not that simple. First date <laughs> yeah, expectations. <laughs> that's right hey i'm a, i'm a simple kind of guy i just you you give me some free throws and i'll love you
2: <laughs> completely agree with them
4: <laughs> all right um
1: i think that does it i think that does it for today guys um medina thank you so much for for joining the pod um i want to kind of give you this moment to uh sort of again um you know put a plug into where they can our listeners can find you maybe on, on social media. And then obviously your show, um, you can promote that here, but, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this, the floor.
2: Um, sure. Uh, I, you could find me on Twitter. My, my username is Medina 24. I think that's look four A's. I'm trying to count the A's right now. If it's not four A's, it's five A's. <laughs> um, or you could find me on my show with my, with my, let the hosts, um, Aaron and Manny, shout out to you guys. I would not have been here without your guys' help and encouragement. Um, we do have our show. It's called The Ultimate Sports Show. We also have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So if you guys are down to follow that, I'd really appreciate it and check us out sometime. And yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. It was really fun being part of it.
1: Yeah, for sure. We, we definitely are going to invite you again. Uh, hopefully we can get hop onto your show uh, one of these days as well.
2: That'd be great,
1: yes. All right. Um, uh, guys, I think that does it for today. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Uh, do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. that will help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time.